We're going live in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Boozy Show. I am Zay the DJ. This performer in front of me is far from a rookie. She's a bona fide talent with the nookie. She's been in the game for damn near a decade. Drop a bomb for live revamped. <laughs> also, check this out. Pinned on her Twitter page, she's got a video of her performing oral sex on a brother. In the caption, she asks this question, quote, if your eyes ain't bloodshot, did you even deep throat? End quote. God damn it, she looked up to the camera and her eyes was red as can be. <laughs> Live revamped in the building. Hey, honey, thank you for joining the Boozy Show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Are you feeling great? I'm feeling good. <laughs> Coming in here looking like the female Carlton from the Fresh Prince with your little, I see Hey, you, hey, don't hate on the spring. sweater. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I said, oh yeah, you really, you got your spring going on. Yes, I'm so ready I, for spring. It's my favorite season. It is? Yes. Okay. Um, you, yeah, you're much smaller than, I knew you were small, but I, you're, you're much smaller than what I thought. I get that a lot. For some reason, people assume I'm much taller in person when I try to make it very clear I am a tiny person i'm little i am 411 but for some reason they think oh yeah 411 sure she probably means like 53 so yeah so you're you're probably the shortest i've interviewed by far um and how, how much you weigh i'm like 100 pounds soaking jesus. wet <laughs> jesus it fluctuates wow i can go up to 110 when i'm feeling good okay Oh, when you're feeling good. When I'm feeling good, yes. You're, when I'm eating good, yeah. I'm feeling good, things are going well. You're a mar- mar- uh, marijuana Can consumer? you tell? Yeah, well, the, chain, <laughs> the chain gave it away. So, the, the charm, I should say. Yeah, yeah, huge. All right, well, <laughs> well let's start then. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, I want to go right into this. Why do you consider yourself a porn model and not a porn star? I just feel like I didn't quite get to the level of performance I define porn star as okay i feel like to be a porn star you kind of have to be a household name in a sense when i think porn star i think jenna jameson i think asa akira now i think abella danger those right. are stars right got it and i don't think i'm at, at that, that level okay. but that's well, not that's real though no, but that's, that's not a negative thing no, no not at all not at all i just wanted you to clarify because i didn't know why you said that so i saw that you mentioned that so um no that's that's cool that you that you look at it from that perspective and how you approach it because there are a lot of people walking around thinking that they're porn stars but in actuality you just broke down what an actual porn star is like I mean you fucked in front of a tripod right. and a couple strangers yeah, that doesn't necessarily make, make, you, make you, you a porn, porn star, star yet got it got it, got it. We, <laughs> we can we can applaud that <laughs> are you sexually spontaneous spontaneous yeah. define spontaneous oh, well like uh, you if the moment is right and it goes oh uh, yes okay. yes right. okay. I love so, spontaneity and and, and, and a even just in recreational, not even referring to sex. Are you just a spontaneous person overall? Uh, kind of. Maybe that has to do with, you know, being ADHD, but... <laughs> uh, I can't say still. But no, I cannot. <laughs> but I also just like going on random adventures. Okay. I, wherever the day leads me, I'm kind of very just... Um, very go-with-the-flow type person. Got it. Got it. So you've been in the game for a while, but we'll get into that. Um, I want to because I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk fly with you right now. How was it to have sex in downtown LA and overlook the city? Uh, <laughs> I did my due diligence on you. So it was. It was. <laughs> it was actually really fucking cool. It was. Um, you know, it's very surreal. You know, it's one of those moments where you kind of just yeah, you almost like. 
it's almost an out of body experience. You kind of go out of body, and you're just like, "Fuck, is this really happening、uh-huh. right now? Is this really my life?" Yes, it is, and、yeah. it's pretty fucking sweet. So this was just with somebody that this wasn't a、uh, one of your peers that you worked with, one of your coworkers or anything like that. This was. Oh no, it was definitely one of my peers and coworkers,、uh, but like it was still fun. And how did it, you? You're the one who initiated that conversation and say, "Hey, let's go out in public." And no, no, no. It's more like you know, just like you, we talk about collaborating. We talk about like content, and sometimes just hanging out evolves into more than just hanging out. Not saying that you know we're all just like behind closed doors、right. fucking each other,、right. but like sometimes you just. Uh, form these relationships and friendships with people that you're so comfortable that sometimes a day hanging out leads to more than just hanging out. So this was a spontaneous thing that you guys did, though. Kind of. It, it wasn't something that was planned. It was like was we were we were planning on shooting content, but not at like that.、Okay. It was like、okay. that was way more fun than it was like. Would you do it again? Oh, definitely. Okay. <laughs> 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 um. Do you still feel the industry has a few rough edges that need to be smoothed out in order to give everyone who deserves recognition the attention they deserve? I definitely think so, but I think that's just entertainment in general,、uh-huh. not just porn, because when you just look at it as a whole, you know, it's a good in- industry. It, I I think I've met the greatest people, the smartest people I've ever met in my life in the industry, but unfortunately with An industry that is stigmatized as dirty, gritty, underground—you're going to get, you know, those people who treat it gritty and dirty and taboo, and you're going to get those people who take advantage of that. Right. And so, so I, that's the rough side. That's the rough side. But for the most part,、um, a lot of people look out for each other, especially now more than ever. Because ten years ago, yeah. I was very fortunate that I had someone kind of mentor me into、uh-huh. the industry. Whereas a lot of girls, they come in through some briefcase pimp, you know, just trying to make a few extra bucks、right. on them, and they're just trying to make their way, not realizing, you know, there's.、Um, How would I define it? I don't want to like necessarily、uh-huh. like shit on it, but like you have like content creators, right, right. you know, like the fetish, you know, side of porn, like clips,、uh-huh. you know, clip people,、yeah. and then you have like studio work, right. And you have a lot of girls that were starting off just doing, you know, clip stuff, fetish stuff,、right. you know, the, you know, not studio work. Right. So when you get into studio work, it's a whole different monster, and a lot of people don't understand that studio work has just different protocol. Okay. And、um, a lot of people they get in thinking, especially when it comes to money, especially when it comes to money, because the rate is. Different and definitely debatably better in the industry, but a lot of girls aren't told that off the bat.、Um, better meaning now than in the past. Yeah, because、um, in the past you had a lot of girls that were just kind of getting in, trying to make a few extra dollars,、um, and you had a couple agents that took advantage of that. And unfortunately, I was a part of one of those agencies, but luckily, it dissolved, and I was able to get out of it. How did you get into the industry? Just somebody that you knew? It was kind of an accident, but yes, through someone I knew. It was someone I well, a couple girls I'd known since like fifth grade. So how is it an accident? 
I don't know if there's an accident. You say, huh? Oh. Well, you just tripped over a rock and said, hey, I'm a... It's, it's a funny story. I had just dropped out of college because I couldn't afford it anymore. I was couch surfing because I, I had just nowhere to live. Couldn't get a job because, you know, I was stuck in that limbo of you need a job to get experience and you need experience to get a job. Right, so right. I was just, you know, down on my luck, not knowing what the fuck to do with my life. And then out of the blue, my girlfriends hit me up. You know, we haven't texted in like a couple of years, maybe since high school. And they tell me, we were just talking about you. We miss you. We should have a girls' night. Come over, hang out, and then come with us tomorrow because Tracy, that's not her real name, but okay. that's the name we'll use. Tracy has a photo shoot tomorrow, and you should totally come with us. A nude photo shoot. Not that, not that I knew, just oh, photo shoot. Oh, okay, but the okay. thing is, my friend Tracy, she's you know tall, blonde, blue eyes, skinny. She looked like a supermodel. So right. I'm thinking, photo shoot, well, makes sense. She looks like a model. Right. So sure, I'll go. I would love to go and have a girl's day and watch Tracy be hot. So the next day, we're driving out to like Menifee, out there by like El- uh, Lake Elsinore. Uh-huh. And halfway there, <laughs> they turn to each other. I'm sitting in the back seat, and they're like, should we tell her the truth? And I'm like, oh, my God, we're in the middle of the desert right now. Um, I thought my karma was good. <laughs> right. I'm with you. <laughs> but, um, but no, they turn to each other, and they're like, the truth is we're not going to a photo shoot. We're going to a porn set. And the reason we wanted to bring you along is because I come from a very open-minded family, like okay. very sexually open-minded family. So I was very, um, I was already, I guess, uh, <laughs> informed about sex. I already okay. knew all, way more about sex than I should have at a, you know, younger relatively age. younger age. And I used to talk about porn and say stuff like, I think porn's awesome. I think porn stars are cool. I think, you know, they're these strong, liberated women. I would love to be a porn star, but I don't, I'm, I don't have what it takes. Right. This is what you're thinking. This is what I was thinking. While you're on the set. Well, this is what I was telling my friends back in like school. Oh, got it. So that's why they thought of me to bring me along to the set. Got you. So they were like, and the reason we wanted to bring you along was because you used to say all these things and no one really talks to us anymore. And we thought, hey, you know, maybe if she saw what we were doing, maybe she'll like be a little bit more open-minded about it hey maybe she want to give it a shot too oh well so so um so you you saw this you're on the scene mm-hmm. and what's going through your head i thought it was wonderful i thought it was like watching cirque du soleil like it was just like i come from a very like small town i came from like the boonies oregon Moved to L.A., but I moved to, like, the South Bay, L.A., where, like, everyone knows everyone. Everyone's really close-knit, so I didn't really get to, like, explore. I I had that, like, small-town mindset Uh for the most part. So I'm seeing this porn performance in front of me, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like this in my life. This is awesome. Mm -hmm. And there was no, like, intent on even, like, being a performer. It was just all about, like, hey, they just want to show me what's up and see, like... If I was just cool with it. Okay, so you've been in the game for quite some time, but and and I'm and I'm bringing that up to say, what made you change your name from Liv Aguilera? So when I first started, and you know, I'm I'm multiracial, but okay. I wanted to ask you that also. You are you a full? So you're not full Hispanic. What's no. your what's your ethnicity? It's a list. I am Native American, Mexican, Greek, German, Filipino, uh, English, and Black. You got a lot going on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
but that was the issue. Okay. I got into the industry. I'm multiracial. I've always identified with being mixed, if not Filipino, because I was raised by my Filipino grandfather. Uh-huh. So it's like one or the other. No, I didn't really identify with being Latina, especially because I don't even speak Spanish. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I know, you know, a few phrases, but not not enough to, like, hold a proper conversation. Right. And But because of my looks, I was instantly typecasted as Latina. Right. So, you know, Latin name, Latin features, Latin persona. It started messing with me mentally. I actually didn't like where I was going um, mentally. Right. And so I actually took a break from the industry for a year and a half. Yes. And I actually kind of planned on retiring. I don't say that a lot, Uh but, you know, I also don't want the fans to, like, freak out. Right. Because, you know, a lot of girls, they announce when they're leaving the industry, like, I'm retiring. I'm done with porn. I just slipped out. I was just, I don't want people. It's because you thought you knew there was a possibility of you coming back? Why you never wanted to, to truly uh, announce it? Yes and no. Okay. It was more like I just didn't want that kind of attention. I didn't want people to be like, oh, Liv's leaving. Oh, no. You know, I just, for some reason, it just felt uh disingenuous Uh so i was just like you know the people who care you know they'll miss me but for the most part it doesn't no one actually cares if i'm leaving the industry no one will even notice (laughs) and that's kind of what happened you know you know yeah people miss me but the world goes on Mm -hmm. but i took a year and a half off because i wanted to kind of just figure out where i wanted to go from porn if i wanted to get back into the industry if i wanted to pursue you know a life outside of that try to get a normal job Uh have a relationship you know you know just something else but it definitely wasn't what i wanted as far as at that particular time yeah okay got it got it got it so you changed the name because you didn't want it to get the the hispanic slap on you like that yeah so when i came back i just i wanted to come back under my own terms i was like look i'm Mixed. I'm not Latina. Right. I'm mixed. I don't speak Spanish. This is not what I identify with. I am mixed, hands down. And also, a big part of it was my hair, which seems, you know, trivial to some people. But to me, that was like a huge part of my my identity lost because my agent at the time required me to always straighten my hair. To the point where no one even knew that my natural hair was curly. When I got back into the industry, I slid under the radar. I was trying to play the new girl until people realized who I was. Because a lot, especially coming back, I, I lost a little bit of weight. I came back with my natural hair. It was colored at the time. So for some reason, people did not put two and two together until I started going to social functions and people were seeing me face to face and were like, holy shit, that's live. <laughs> so, so you, do you, do you do scenes now with the curly hair? Oh, always. Now it. Oh, you don't straighten it? Now you have to like special request and okay. pay me extra. <laughs> like, like that's not even a joke. You have to pay me extra for me to straighten right. my uh, hair now. <laughs> uh, 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 and it, because you, so with the straight hair, do you think that they prefer to see you in straight hair because you look more sexy, more provocative, older? At the time, especially 10 years ago, they were just trying to whitewash me. Oh, got it. And, you know, they would give me excuses like, well, girls cast shadows around your face. The fans don't really like curly hair, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, the thing is, 
you just want to whitewash me so you can market off right. of me being whitewashed. Right, right. So you can, you know, throw me in scenes with like Prince Yashua and market it as and BBC or whatever. Yeah, 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 when gotcha. really it's like, no, throw me in with a white guy. That's yeah. interracial. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So you, you put your foot down. So, yes. Okay. Okay. So revamp. why did you choose the last name revamp? Because you're revamped? I revamped okay, my career, okay. and it sounded better with my name. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> got you, got you, got you. Is rough sex still the thing that gets you most excited? No. Okay, so what is it then? <laughs> I mean, it, I'm not going to say I don't enjoy it. Uh-huh. You know, when the mood strikes, the mood strikes. Okay. But I am now a firm believer that vanilla sex is super underrated. Can you elaborate on vanilla sex? Because people get on me about... Uh, you guys use the terms and they not they don't know. I what mean, okay. sometimes I just want to fuck with my giant T-shirt on still because you know I don't wear PJs and if I do, it's a giant shirt. Okay, but maybe I just want to fuck with my shirt on while we're watching Netflix. We're having a conversation. We're cracking jokes, maybe, or we're doing some side spoon and watching a movie, like just something <laughs> casual. So that's called vanilla sex. I mean, I'm not having guys piss in my mouth, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning something. <laughs> You're schooling me to the game. So so that's your thing now. Yes. So occasionally you like the rough stuff, but not, you know. Especially if I'm being spontaneous. It's yeah. like, if it's spontaneous, let's be spontaneous. Let's not overthink it. Let's just have fun and make sure that we feel good. Yeah. But nowadays, I just, especially with the newer generation, I get major, major red flags when a guy instantly wants to get rough with me. Like, you know, a little bit of hair pulling and, you know, breath play. I call it breath play because okay. I like choking, but don't don't choke me. I don't want right. you to hurt me. Right. And that's the thing. I feel like a lot of people, a lot, I'm going to say people, a lot of people now just want to hurt you. Porn is definitely more uh, aggressive and hard, harder, hardcore than it was in the 80s and the 90s. I will say that because I was my next question to you was, do you still prefer to lay down with an older man instead of a young bull? Oh, I, I can't even date guys under like 35. Oh, OK. And okay. even then, it's like 35 is still very fucking young because yeah, yeah. I'm about to be 30. Yeah. And you know, the last guy I was talking to was 44 and the guy before him had just turned 50. Right. So, and it's just the appreciation. So, when you were saying that the young guys, if there's a red flag, you mean young talents in the industry? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, if you said it's a red flag when the scene is going down, or meaning you've watched their work and seen it rough, what makes you say that? Oh, okay, it's just a red flag? more like you know. Obviously, we talk about our do's and don'ts okay, on no set checklist. and right. stuff, but it. I don't know. I get a little like iffy when a guy is like overly enthusiastic about like wanting to get rough. Like, you know, again, like I like, you know, hair pulling and stuff. But if they're just like, oh, yeah, I'll totally yank that shit. I'm just like, oh, you don't need to do all that. Oh, you OK. Got you. 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 Like now, now I won't even let certain talent slap me in the face. And, I, and I've had some that don't. Zero tolerance for slapping in the face, and then some that says they want to see stars. I, I guess every woman to each his own. I, I, I promise you. So my thing, let's go a little bit into detail because I like to get the woman's perspective on the scene, and because I like for them to speak about their no checklist and um, to expose a lot of these these young talents, the male talents that are taking advantage of them and doing these things. So um, the double tap. Uh huh. 
Is that something you have to use often? Uh, not often, no. Because the thing is nowadays, especially because um, I'm actually an official female liaison for Brazzers. Okay. So my job is actually to make sure and supervise that no one's boundaries are crossed. Okay, great. But... Um, so your no checklist, your no checklist consists of not of what? Tell me the top so three things. So personally, you know, I don't like slapping in the face okay. because the last guy who slapped me in the face wrong almost busted my lip and not a good day. Not a good day. Well, and, I don't understand how people are trying. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and um, spitting is okay if it's not in my face. Okay. Like, you know, you can aim for my mouth. You know, spit on my body. That's cool. If you spit in my face, that's like fighting. You don't yeah. spit in my face. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and there's just like proper etiquette, really. Okay. You know, just like if you're going to like finger me, make sure your hands are clean. I actually don't like fingers in my ass because I don't like the like hands are too rough. I'd much rather someone put their dick or like a smooth toy or something. Fingers are a no for me. What about for the vagina? It's okay or you don't like the fingers in the vagina either? They're okay. I, it's the same though, kind of. It's like I, I can tolerate it in my vagina because my vagina can handle a lot more. But I'd much rather just be fucked with like, you know, a penis or like a toy. April 19th, you tweeted, quote, why does... No one ever spoiled me just for being pretty. End quote. <laughs> Were you just talking shit or do you really feel that way? I talk shit okay. so much on Twitter. <laughs> I am overdramatic. I just I'm I'm just a brat on okay. Twitter. But it just it's just like a persona. It's a gimmick, you know? It's like one of those like, why can't anyone just spoil me because I'm pretty? Right, and right. there's going to be some guy who's just like, oh, I'll spoil you because you're pretty. Here's $100 <laughs> in your cash app. And now I'm giving out all my fucking secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave me, the, remember I brought the Fresh Prince reference? Now you made me think of Hillary when you said, oh my gosh, why don't somebody spoil? Are you, you are familiar with Fresh Prince. Yes, okay, of course. Right, so you, just, you just pulled a Hillary on me. That's some real boozy <laughs> shit. We'll drop a horn for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, why did you speaking of Twitter? Why did your original Twitter page get suspended? Oh my God! It is the dumbest thing ever. I didn't even do technically anything wrong. They suspended me for graphic and violent imagery. A lot of people thought, "Oh, did you put like you know a naked photo in your header, or did you put like your booty in like your profile?" No. So um, there's this artist who a couple of other porn stars have commissioned work from because he's just really that good. Like, uh-huh. oh, I guess one of his most popular pieces was made famous by Abella Danger because she has like a piece where she's like Helga and she's like standing next to Hey Arnold. Uh-huh. So I got the same artist to commission me a piece. Um, are you familiar with Cowboy Bebop? The anime? Uh, no. Uh, well, I'm a huge anime fan, but more of like the dark, gritty stuff. Okay. So Cowboy Bebop and like Elfin Lead, you know, all those like dorky, dark shit. But I commissioned a piece where I was like Faye Valentine, who's like this, you know, uh, space cowgirl, whatever. Anyways, um, I commissioned to be Faye Valentine with uh, the lead character, Spike. And we're like floating in space. It's really cool, but we're holding guns. Got it. And because we're holding guns, it's violence. It's violent, violent and graphic imagery. imagery. Right, and right. Twitter was just like, nope. 
suspended. So you couldn't get re- reactivated once it gets no. not suspended for it's not a temporary suspension then. No, it's indefinitely. Indefinite. Wow. I tried to appeal it so many times. They haven't even responded to. They my don't emails. even see it. They, no, yeah. they don't care. And they allow so much, but not that. I mean, shit. They have fucking Caitlyn Bennett, who's pro guns and all this other shit. Who's a white girl mm. whose pictures are all guns. But I get yeah. a, an art You think piece. somebody reported it? Um, I actually do, but I don't think someone reported it because of me. I think someone reported it because of the artist, actually. I heard the artist has like a cult following of haters. Okay. And it took someone who actually followed his um, social media accounts to uh, contact me, because I think they contacted me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey... Don't feel bad. You actually did nothing wrong. The thing is, this guy has a lot of people always trying to come after him because he's just, he's a good artist and a lot of people really, really, you know, like his work and commission his work. And, you know, I guess it's kind of like any entertainment. It's cutthroat. Um, the, the, the guys that, you have guys that you won't work with in the industry that you've worked with before? Yeah. And what did they do to make that no checklist? Um, there's only a couple of them and it's stuff they did off camera, stuff like we that didn't even happen the day we were working together. Um, the first guy, he's just, you know, a psycho. And the thing is it's like even though I'm very like confident in myself and very secure and like I can defend myself if need be, right. I would hope it never would have to resort to that. I'm very much kind of scared of men, and I hate to say that, but yeah, I'm kind of scared of men. You said he's psycho. What what makes, uh, to, to live, what makes a man psycho? So this is what happened, and this is why I call him psycho. Okay. So somehow he gets my phone number. Okay. And because I'm scared of men, I had no, like, I just, I was scared of not responding. It's so stupid. And I was younger anyways. Okay. I was like... 23 maybe mm-hmm. 22 23 so just young you know didn't know any better guy gets my number and this is during like my break from the industry and i'm working at starbucks i'm a barista so i don't have my phone on me i'm doing my thing and in between he'll like text me and you know just to be polite i'll give like one word responses like okay hi how are you doing even Good. though you didn't give him your number but somehow he gets it you and worked like, with him yeah okay okay so like i don't know i was just trying to like justify it in my head like did I give him his, my number and forget or I don't know but got my number and um, is texting me I'm trying not to text him much but anyways I'm at work I'm working I'm on I get on break and I see that I have like several messages on my phone so I'm going and I'm reading them hey what's up oh you're not gonna respond alright fuck you then mm. hey and I'm just like, no, blocked. It is time to stop the fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly what happened. I was just like, okay, it's getting a little bit too crazy. I feel like if I continue this, he might actually try to find me and hurt me. <laughs> so how, he, you just didn't respond? No, you I just that. blocked you his You never number. saw him again after you got back in the industry? Uh, no, I saw him a couple times. And how did that go? Well, luckily he had a girlfriend. So I was like, oh, that poor girl. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, give me another scenario. Um, of the so he made guy, your no checklist, so you would never work with him again. Never work with okay. him again. All right, give me a, give me another. So one. the second guy, and like, there's only two guys, and it sucks because I worked with this guy. He's a nice person. Oh, not I, a good performer. 
so this is what happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was the scene before mine, and he was struggling. And apparently, he brought a bottle of whiskey with him Ooh. to set. And the thing is, you know, not that I condone it, but there's been a couple times where I'm like, I'll have a drink before okay. set. You to know, loosen up. To, like, not even like to lo- loosen up necessarily. Like, sometimes it's like a party scenario and they just happen to have like a barbecue and like margaritas or got something. It, so it, I'll be like, I'll have a margarita. Okay, you know, it. can I, you know, I won't tell. All right, cool. But yeah. I'm with you. All right. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to judge, you know, one glass, no biggie. Still struggling, still struggling. The day is going and going and going. I'm supposed to do a threesome right afterward, like a boy, boy, girl threesome. Two guys. After working with him? No, no, no. I was the scene after. He was was working with someone else. I was just the scene after, but we were on the same location. But we're sitting there waiting, me and the two guys, and we're just like, what the fuck is going on? And someone tells me to check his whiskey bottle. Okay. I walk over and the thing is polished, Mm. like completely empty, Uh like not even like a jiggle. Was uh, so he was supposed to perform with you? And he not with oh, me. He was just, he was okay. just performing in general. He was the scene before mine, but he kept losing wood. He couldn't perform because he had too much alcohol in him. Yeah, and so that's unprofessional. Exactly. So you wouldn't give him another day to make that up if you saw that okay, he's not drinking and he's there and he's ready to perform. No, what, no, because like that's like a huge no-no no no to me. Because I've had a couple guys actually, and I hate to say that I've had a couple guys actually do scenes with me completely inebriated. <sighs> And I didn't even know. Uh. Like one time, I did a scene for extra small, uh-huh. and this was like uh, this is when I was still live Aguilera. Uh-huh. There was this performer named Richie Calhoun who's no longer around anymore. Okay, and he had like one of those like Pellegrino like water bottles. Uh-huh. So he was just drinking that all day. So I'm like, oh, good guy. He's staying Let's hydrated. Right, right. <laughs> Go ahead. So the scene starts, you know, I'm supposed to be like reading a book. He's supposed to come over and like, you know, just be obnoxiously all over me and shit. The moment his breath hit my face, I smelt straight rubbing alcohol. I was like, so it obviously is vodka. Right. Okay. But it just, oh, it was horrible. The moment I smelled it, I was like, oh, no. I mean. Thankfully, we were able to go through the scene no problem. Oh, he was able to still finish? He was still able okay. to finish and everything, but I still had to, like, smell it. Yeah, that's unprofessional. It's just, no, it's not cool. And plus, it, I just, people are unpredictable when they're inebriated. Yeah. So your thing is being professional. That yeah. If they're unprofessional, that's an automatic red flag, and you don't care to work with them. Exactly, because I do take my job pretty seriously. Yeah, I, I, especially when you're sacrificing your body and you're using your body to work, and you want somebody to you know come in with the same mentality. Yeah. Wow. Um, how do you get prepared for a scene these days? Um, I, I, you know, depending on what they ask for, I, I kind of just keep it pretty chill, you know, wake up, shower, make sure everything's clean and groomed and looks good. Um, I, I, for anal, I go on a special diet. I don't starve myself anymore. That's dumb. (laughs) Right, right. But, you know, I'll go on a, you know, certain diet. So I like, you know, eat cleaner and stuff. And, uh, I maybe take a B12 little vitamin right beforehand so I got that little added extra energy and but I just I don't overthink it anymore uh I pretty much know everyone I work with I'm pretty much friends with everyone I work with so I can 
usually predict when it's going to be a good day or not. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, is as uh, how how do you, what do you think your fans like most about you when it comes to your performances? I think they love the fact that I just keep it natural. I'm not an over performer. I'm not, you know, trying to give them the hottest scene. I'm just there kind of like in the moment having fun and they get to witness that. Have you changed how you prepare for scenes from when you first came into industry now or is it still the same approach? Um nowadays with being more relaxed, I'm more I guess energetic. I'm more lively, and I feel like that uh, more of my personality actually is shown through my work as compared to before, where again I was having my own identity identity issues and just you know trying to be the best I can be that porn wanted to make me to be, uh-huh. but I was doing everything the way everyone else's or everyone else wanted. So now I do everything the way I want. Uh-huh. And I feel like the fans see that and appreciate that much more. Um, when you're, when you're, um, well, let's, let's let's talk about this. Most valuable lesson you've learned about this industry. The most valuable lesson would definitely be um, have a plan B, which isn't you know the most positive advice I'll admit, but it's realistic? real. It's okay. realistic because. The reason I say that, a lot of people think, oh, I can just do porn, no problem. I'm happy with my body. They don't understand the sacrifices and repercussions that come from being a performer. Like, you're not going to be able to have a normal job. You're not going to be able to have a government job. Because you become job famous. Because you... Even though it's not typical famous, but it's, you It's famous. famous. Right, it's right. internet fame now. You you're known. known. Right. And, like, even if you're not known, right. it's it's in your background. Yeah. People are going to see that when you apply for other jobs, when you try to pursue new relationships. It's like a permanent red A on our chest, in a sense. And so you, you think that you're going to have to end up being in the adult in the industry... For the long run, but maybe as a director, maybe as an agent, agents creating an agency. I personally, yes, but I'm not saying that it's impossible to pursue a life outside of the industry once you're over and done with it. But that's my point. Just make sure you have that plan B. Got it. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? um, What is it? I don't know if it's association that you have with Brazzers. Oh, uh, being a female liaison? Yeah. What Can you elaborate on that? Because I didn't... So quite... I'm like a model assistant. I'm there before the model gets there. I make sure she's taken care of. Hey, she's, if it. she needs water, food, coffee, just got make it. sure she's comfortable. And also to make sure that... Because a lot of girls are too scared to speak up. Uh-huh. That's the biggest uh, issue. A lot of girls are scared a... to speak up because they're scared of... Um, People disliking them and not, not booking them, or I, I guess repercussions yeah. for lack of a better word. Um, there's another term I'm forgetting, but yeah, they just don't want retaliation. They don't want people to retaliate from them not being a right. yes girl. Right. They always want to be a yes girl, and I get it, especially being a performer. But nowadays, we definitely need someone to. Say no on our behalf uh-huh. And that's where I come in I make sure that the model is not left alone With any anyone of the opposite sex Sometimes I'm not even in general Like with the other performer Just to make sure, you know Everything's okay No one's being weird And, you know, being disrespectful Have you come across weird 
individuals besides like the one that sent you a text message? Like oh, when yeah. you come on the set and you could just see that they're a little off. Like does it make, does it go in your head that these there's a, a great possibility? Let's let's keep it real before you. So answer. okay, go, go there's ahead. two different weirds because the right. thing is we're all a little weird. Okay, but there's two different weirds. You have acceptable weird and non acceptable weird. Acceptable weird is like okay, they're a little bit a little bit quirky. They might possibly be on the autism scale, but okay. who am I to judge? Right, you know, gotcha, I'm not going to gotcha. tell them. Gotcha. But, you know, maybe they want to stick around a little bit longer than they should because they have no friends and just want to talk to got you. It, got it. <laughs> you know, okay. you have those kind of uh-huh. weirdos. But then you have the unacceptable weirdo. And the, the unacceptable creepy. weirdo is not just creepy, okay. but um, just, uh, how do I explain? They, they... Uh, I just had the the right phrasing for it too, but they're just more uh, predatory. Like, don't be a predator. Like, Got we're it. all having sex anyway. Got it. And what about women? Are the women can they be creepy? Also? Women can definitely be creepy. In and fact, there's been a couple creepy women in the industry that people can you kind give of. Me an I don't of know if I can say. No, their not their names. names. No, no, okay, no, 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 okay. don't say their name. No, 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 never, never, <laughs> never, 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 never. Go ahead. Just but give me a I scenario. mean, you know it. There's this cliche that, you know, some guy performers can be, like, over creepy, you know, like, oh, let's shoot content, you know, we should hang out sometime, let's kick it. They're the ones at parties that are, like, you know, trying to grope on, like, the drunk girl. You don't really have that. Okay. But, you know, when we're talking about, like, predatory women, there are a couple women that have been known to try to prey on, like... On male talents, no women. On other other women. women. Okay, got it. And and unfortunately, there are a lot of women. Okay, no, not a lot of women. There's a few couples in this industry. Like a girl is a performer, her Uh husband's a civilian. Okay, and they'll be like, "Hey, do you want to like hang out with like my husband and I? Like, you totally come hang out, no problem." So they'll get these girls to go hang out with them, and then these girls will just leave them with their husbands. Oh. Setting them up. Yeah. Wow. Super predatory. Yeah. And that's stuff that no one really talks about. And it goes on to this day. To this day. Wow. And you just brought it out. Uh, you just brought it to the attention. Oh, I'm telling yeah. all the secrets today. <laughs> Drop a ball for that. <laughs> um, what's a deal breaker when somebody's trying to date Liv? Ooh, ooh, I tolerate a lot too. But I mean, okay, a deal breaker, deal breaker, um, willful ignorance. Okay. Because it's like sometimes you know some people just don't know any better about certain things. But when you're just like willfully ignorant, where you're just like, well, I don't know and I don't care, that's huge, like red flag to me because okay. it means you're closed-minded. It means right. you're not open to like new experiences or just new, you know, uh point of views so if we were to ever get into like a disagreement you're not going to see it from my point of view right got it um what's a what's uh what's your favorite thing to perform on camera gonzo elaborate please (laughs) (laughs) no script no setup no scenario no nothing just throw me in some fucking hot lingerie or some fucking stripper outfit stripper shoes throw in some dick or throw in some pussy and let's just fuck Is it fair to say that Liv Revamp is a bona fide freak? On camera, yes. <laughs> got a bona fide freak in the building. <laughs> <laughs> You're, this, what do you dislike most? Um, um, what's your, what do you, which position, what thing, what activities do you dislike the most um, in p- performing? Um, I like.
like a lot of things, actually. In fact, a lot of people will be like, cowgirl, reverse cowgirl. I actually the, love those positions. And I was going to ask you because most of the, like, for instance, one female, but she was taller, much taller, much weighed more. So I, I get it because women look uncomfortable when they're doing reverse cowgirl, mm-hmm. but you're being five foot. It's not yeah, that. better center of center yeah. of gravity, yeah. and then plus it's like I usually you know on my feet and I'm doing like the little crouch bounce, uh, whatever. So you called. don't have anything that you just, uh, you just don't like doing it. Uh, licking. Oh, you said you like to lick the butt, right? I can eat ass, yeah. yeah. But is that your thing? I can. Oh no, it's fine. I, okay. As so long what, as it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> well, no, there's what, been a couple guys I had to tell them. Um, can you go clean uh, see, first? See, that would kill me, man. Because if you know you go, I mean, they know that this is in the this is in the contract. Like you, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you know that you gonna get your salad tossed, why would you not? Let, uh, because. A lot of guys, especially if they're just like naturally hairy, they're just like, no, I'd rather not do that to myself. And of I'm course. just like, okay, then I'm probably not going to eat your ass. Then that's fine. Why would you? I wouldn't want to, if, if I had a hairy asshole, I wouldn't want a woman sticking her tongue up in my hairy it's butt. It's like, I have a landing strip, but it's I still groom it, you know? Like, I wouldn't want you to eat full on bush. <laughs> oh, so you have a landing strip, meaning you just keep yeah. one little line. Do they ask you for that? Actually, um, no one asks. It's a personal preference. I okay. prefer to have a little bit of pubic hair. A, because um, pheromones. Okay. It helps me come better. Okay. Oh, and, that's new. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. And then, um, two, I want to remind people I'm a woman. Got it. Because I did a lot of teen stuff. I'm only just breaking out into the MILF stuff. I'm finally going to be a mom this week. Oh, I'm so excited. But uh, I did a lot. Kind of, a MILF mom? A MILF You're mom. You're not a MILF. No, you're still young to be a MILF. No? I mean... Uh, oh, not in porn, to, not okay, in porn. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But the thing is, I'm doing MILF stuff, I guess, like, either just in time or very late. Okay, Cause, okay. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I still look like a teen. I know this. Yeah, all right. Like, the fact that they're going to have me as a mom, I'm pretty sure they just saw the age and she'll, they're, they're just like, she'll do. And right. they're going to see me in person and be like, oh, we fucked up. Right. But, so, so you're going to straighten your hair for that? No, no, no. I'm going to keep it curly. <laughs> I might have to watch. I don't. I don't. I, you know. I might have to. I'm sure you'll have a highlight clip of it. Then I can see. Oh yeah, soon, soon. Are you going to be acting when you do it? Also, a little, a little bit. Acting? Yeah, a little bit. So this is your first one. My first one. Like I've done like milf, but I've never been like an you know textbook definition milf. I've been like teacher or wife. I haven't been milf. I haven't been stepmom. Um, you're you're fairly small, and I I heard you um state um that you have a vagina that can fluctuate like it, it works for big size penis she uh, can accommodate she can accommodate being that you're so small you have worked did you work with who was it dread not dread um mm. uh mandingo mandingo yeah mandingo what how, how was that was that with is it the same as any other? It kinda, yeah. I mean, you know, a little bigger, obviously, but performance-wise, a little, wise, uh, a, little <laughs> a little. I'm not gonna say that much bigger. Oh, it's you, not. You, oh, you guys. The thing is, the, there's a couple guys, a few guys in porn that are still very much well endowed. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you got Mandingo, but you also got guys like Isaiah Maxwell. Yeah. And now we got like Dread, and you yeah, know, we have yeah. guys that are still pretty well endowed. Right. Like, yeah, Mandingo's huge. Right, but you got something that's not far from... from yeah. Got you, got you, got you. Gotcha. Is that your preference, though? I'm not a size queen, no. Okay, all right. Um, So you can come home to that every day? Uh, 
honestly, I actually can't date a guy who's too big. Okay, I, you know, I get it. Most women say that. So that they, they couldn't deal with a, a extra large penis every. Like, yeah, because there's a guy, you know, friend of mine in the industry, performer that we would hook up, you know, friendly. And even, and he's so gentle, just very nice and just, you know, just soft. And I would still have a very bruised cervix. Afterwards. Oh, you're talking about during sex? Yeah, during oh, okay. sex. He'd be okay. very gentle, very like, you know, attentive with me. And like, you know, yeah. he knows that I just like it, you know, soft and like vanilla. Right, right, right. And I would still get a bruised cervix because of him, even though he's being gentle yeah. as can be. So you, you had to cut him off? Because uh, of that. Like, we're still friends, but, but, I mean, we, as can't, far as but we can't hook mention, up like right, that, right, no. Right. Like, maybe once in a blue moon. I mean, especially because we're co-workers, we're going to have to fuck again eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being real with yourself. <laughs> so, so all right, so you can't come home to that every day. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, are you? Do you date now, or is this work? Uh, I mean, the thing is, relationships aren't a priority for me, no. I'm not one of those people who uh, is afraid of being alone. I'm not, you know, trying to look for someone. And that doesn't necessarily mean I renounce love. Like, I still believe in it. It's just not a priority. Some people are looking for a relationship. I'm looking for self-satisfaction. Do you plan to have children? And no. Mar- what about marriage? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> is that because of just... The reality of your life and what the what activities have occurred in it? No, I've thought this way ever since I was a girl. I just, I don't see marriage in my cards. Got it. Because I just, I didn't see myself settling down with one person for the rest mm. of my life. Mm. I, I mm. told someone one time, I'm like, I'm a butterfly. I can't just land on one flower. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Wow. So let, let's get let's okay. So eventually, you want to settle down though. when you're out when you're no longer a performer. I mean, you want to have I a, want to retire one day, yes. And you would like to have a partner, a, a real friend. Maybe. That, maybe we'll see. Okay, so you're not afraid to be alone. No, not at all. Most yeah, that's good. I think you get more women like that now than ever. I think wanna... so because like I'm not gonna you know I'm not one of those like all men are trash, but like um, just we as women have had to deal with so many patriarchal issues uh-huh. that now we do want to just be left alone. Got it. Got it. What adult entertainer from the past would you have liked to work with in their prime, male or female? Ooh, in their prime? I mean, I w- I've even though I've already worked with him, I would have loved to work with like uh, uh, Evan Stone back okay. in the day. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what about Lee Stone? You know who Lee Stone is? No, I'm not talking about How come nobody you? knows who Lee Stone is? Well, the thing is, I didn't even know who performers were until I got into the industry. Oh, okay, okay. But you like, know I Evan Stone. Well, I knew like Evan Stone, Voodoo, and like Voodoo's okay. like little blonde wife because I watched a lot of late night HBO. Okay, gotcha, and- gotcha. <laughs> So him and, and any female? Um, I only really knew of Jenna Jameson and Katie Morgan. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what 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 can we expect from Liv for the second half of 2021? For the second half? Oh, my goodness. Lo- lots of, I guess, lots of sun. Lots of sun. There's going to be a lot of, like, beachy, you know, bikini-type shoots coming oh, up okay. for me. I was yeah. wondering. I was like, what you telling me? You just expect you on the beach. Okay, I got you. I was throwing off for a little bit. Okay, <laughs> all right. So you're going to be working. Yeah. You're going to be working. All right, we're going to start Moment of Truth. Moment of the Truth is where I state something and you tell me if it's true. If it's false, you elaborate and explain why. If you don't choose to answer, you say you choose not to answer. Ready? Okay. A man that smells good can give you the wood. 
That's actually kind of true. Okay. <laughs> you want to elaborate? Because if, if he smells good, and? it goes with pheromones, okay. you know? It's like sometimes certain smells connect with you, and you're just like, mm-hmm. mm, me and this person go. are going to get along. <laughs> so that's kind of true. That's a Kind of true. Okay. Kind of right. true. Because sometimes you can wear something, and then it's just like to cover something. Yeah, like. right. yeah that's true. <laughs> gotta, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, during a performance, you've thought about what you're going to eat after the shoot all the time <laughs> it is time to stop so we're, i'm literally getting fucked and i'm just like fuck i really want tacos <laughs> we, 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 we got a bonafide freak in the building <laughs> What's up with the tacos, man? <laughs> I live in L.A. That's why. Oh. <laughs> can I tell? Can, I had, this was what made me ask. No, this, I had this question before. And then yesterday I was doing an interview. And the person said they were riding penis. And they were thinking about Taco Bell. And you just, and I, I didn't mention any of that. And then you tell me tacos. Just tacos. Who doesn't love tacos? You've done orgies. Uh, okay. Have you ever been on a scene with a woman, another female talent, and you guys look each other in the eyes and you're like, you know that the other person is hungry or you're ready to get it done so you can get out of here and go get something to eat? Has that happened? Oh, my gosh. We'll be like looking each other uh-huh. deep into each other's eyes. We start petting each other. And almost on cue, both of our stomachs will start to growl. Oh, wow. And we'll just be like, I know, girl. I know. <laughs> So this is common. Very common. Because the thing is, we well, don't like to be bloated for our scene. And plus, so you if get, you eat too much, yeah. it gets... So by the time you're into it, almost done, you're hungry now. Mm-hmm. So the hunger overrides the stroking. Oh, it overrides the penetration. Oh, it- definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it can ruin it sometimes. Because you're so hungry. Yes. <laughs> Tacos. That's what I'm going to be thinking of. Uh, especially after I, anal. <laughs> Why? Why? Tell me why. Well, like I said, you know, we have to go. Well, I personally go on like these little special diets yeah. in preparation for my scenes. So afterward, I just want something greasy and filling. Mm. Mm. Favorite spot for the money shot is your butt. I, I eh, sometimes. I mean, personally, so I personally I prefer cream pie. But okay. if you got to come on me, then, yeah, you can come on my ass. OK, that's what you prefer. You have had a, you've had a performance on camera. You wish you could get back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why did you wish you could get it back? You just wasn't. Oh, there's there's a few scenes where I'm like, it was just in the moment, hot. I came, they came. It was just magnetic and just fire. And yeah, there's definitely a couple scenes where I can live over and over and over and over and over again. Okay. Um, performing oral sex on a man makes you feel empowered. Yes, I love giving oral sex, mm. man or woman. Mm. I'm a giver. You're a giver. Zero tolerance for bad hygiene. Zero. There's <laughs> <true>. no no <laughs> excuse. <laughs> you ran from dick. Yes. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, like you know, in oh, sex when oh, you're like running okay. away from the. Is dick? Is this or? on the clock or off the clock? Wait. Well, okay, running away. Well, define running okay, away. Okay, running from away dick. from like ah, I don't want to deal with that. Let me get away. Oh, from that. you yeah. mean like yeah. oh oh yeah yeah. Because yeah. I'm just like eh, no, I don't really want it. You can keep that to yourself. Mm. <laughs> no no no, running away from it. Like whoa, I don't think I want to deal with that right there. Is that why you saying? Keep oh, it to like yourself? like they yeah, like, like you put it out? like you running away from it. 
while it's coming up in you. Oh, like when we're having sex? Yes. Well, oh, but have you done that on camera? Oh, on camera? No. Okay. I tough it out. Okay. You tough it out. <laughs> <laughs> we try for it. <laughs> horn for that. You're a trooper. <laughs> but off the clock. But you... off the clock, there's been a couple of times where I'm like, whoa, that yeah. is hitting wrong. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I just imagine how many, I imagine how many um, women that female uh, film stars have to act like it's all good, but really want to run away from it. Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of where, you know, being a female liaison comes in or oh, having one. Because okay. it's like, again, sometimes you need someone to say no on your behalf. Because like, you know, me included, sometimes I just want to, you know, write it out and be like, it's okay. I can handle it. Yeah, I can yeah. handle it. But then, you know, someone's going to see on my face like, no, she's hurt. We should probably cut uh, and uh, like ask her if she needs to readjust. You, um, what, what you said, uh, you're straight. What makes you say you're straight on, 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 on a guy's? Jock, when you said, "Oh no, I'm good. I'll pass." What makes what what makes Liv say that? Uh, sometimes it's just the person. I'm like, oh, you know, okay. I get enough dick. It's got like it. sometimes I really don't want to deal with what's attached. Mm. So you okay? Got you, got you. Um, vaginas need breaks. Do vaginas, vaginas need breaks? No, vaginas need breaks. They need breaks. True. Yes. Okay. Yes. How often do you give yours a break? Um, more than it needs. <laughs> okay, because you know it, 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 you have to make you have to do maintenance, right? Yeah, I have to do maintenance, and then plus it's like it needs a cool down period. She needs to like you know, yeah, she just needs to like have a day of rest, just Did, like I need a day of rest. Have you ever done two scenes in one day? Yes. And how was that for you? It's okay. Um, sometimes it can be easy. Um, it it it's like any other job. Sometimes. It, job just feels like work but then there's days where i'm like i'm super in the mood i'm super motivated i'm super energetic and sometimes i just want to take all the fucking dicks <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we got a bonafide freak in the building <laughs> best to have sex before eating yes okay <laughs> that's easy that's true mm-hmm. uh porn stars aren't horny all the time we're not no not all the so time that's true, that's true. wow <laughs> <laughs> this has been a long interview. Um, can you let everybody know? Uh, do you have any content that's going to be coming out next month or anything um, that you can name? And also, what social media platforms where they can check you out? So I I have a few scenes coming out on my OnlyFans. I had this foursome I did with True Kate, Tommy Wood, and Isaiah Maxwell. I did um, Old Guy, Younger Girl with Maestro Claudio. Um, I just did. Some stuff with Charlotte Stokely and Will Pounder. I have a lot going on. Like my fans should be excited. (laughs) And what's how do they and your social media for your Instagram, Twitter, etc. You can follow me on Twitter at Live Revamped, and you can follow me on Instagram at Bishesback. B i s h dot i z b a k. Okay. No. Um. You said Twitter, Instagram. That's it. No TikTok. Uh, I, I'm on nah, TikTok, but not, I don't like yeah, update it. Yeah, no. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Live Revamp joining us on the Booth Show. Thank you so much for um, joining us. I really, it was a productive interview, it was an informative interview, and it was enjoy, enjoyful at the same time. So thank you so much for joining us, and we are checking out. Thank you. It's the Booth Show with Zeta DJ. Zeta DJ. Zeta DJ.